instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host. And today we're going to have a good one with a good man. And uh, that's going to be a guy who's running for uh, Congress down in Alabama. But before we get there, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor. And that is Young Americans for Liberty. Folks, please, you know, if you have the itch to go ahead and try to help make Liberty win, well, I do have a great opportunity for you. Head over to com forward slash y'all where you can join our amazing friends over at Young American for Liberty and their amazing uh, push for Operation Win at the Door. You want to go ahead starting, yes, uh, this past week, September 1st through November 8th election, uh, housing, gas, completely covered by Young Americans for Liberty, $2,800 a month. And these are folks who are actually getting real Liberty Warriors into office, whether it's in states like where I am, Indiana, concealed carry. Um, they're bringing principled libertarians and principled liberty leaders, regardless of the political letter next to their name, into office across the United States. So you want to get involved, head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L and uh, go ahead and get in, uh, your signups all uh, registered over there. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L. They're doing amazing things. Had a great time down at Young Americans for Liberty Revolution 2022 back in uh, the beginning of August, and uh, they're doing amazing things. So if you want to get involved one more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash Y-A-L. Really excited to have uh, Young Americans for Liberty here as a sponsor on the program this month. Folks, uh, with that being said, welcome to the program. Looking forward to digging into things. And uh, with that, looking forward to having a candidate on the show. And that is one candidate who's running for office down in Alabama as a big L libertarian, Gavin Goodman. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hi, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Looking forward to having you on the program. And Gavin, uh, definitely looking forward to giving you a chance to talk about having, yes, that big L next to your name. But before we get there, let's go ahead and introduce you first. I was doing some digging. It turns out you're from the great state of New York, just like yours truly. Uh, and you found yourself down in Alabama. So there seems to be a, a fun journey there. Talk to us. What, how are things looking in terms of where you ended up in New York State, all the way down in Alabama? Well, um, like many New Yorkers, I was not very happy with the political <laughs> landscape. Um, my father's a defense contractor, and um, he had been in and out of the city of Huntsville, uh, which is a, a NASA city. And um, he said, oh, you're going to love Huntsville. You got to come and check it out. Uh, so eight and a half years ago, I moved down here and uh, haven't considered leaving yet. Um, but yeah, it's been a wild ride that, that got me here. I, I, I came to run a brewery. Uh, ended up fo uh, forming my own marketing business and uh, got involved with the Libertarian Party and haven't looked back since. Awesome. Well, and let's talk about that because right now, and I've been having this conversation with folks over the past four and a half years, there has been a growing sentiment of there needs to be something different. And it's not just a matter of something being different, not just another another choice out there, but more so there has to be a true, better, different way of doing things, but better. It has to be better. And folks have been looking for what is that better alternative. And I've been leading for a while now that I firmly believe that libertarians, small L libertarian ideas, they 
bring the, the best chance for us, not just as individuals, but as a, a collective. I know we don't want to talk about collectivism, but no, truly as a, a people, a, a, a you know one earth, if you will, we'll get all kumbaya. That's a chance for us to actually get the, the most prosperity on, on the table, is, is to embrace the ideas of personal liberty, embrace the ideas of non-aggression. And, and with that, we see people live this way naturally, not hurting people, not taking their stuff. Now, there are always exceptions to the rule, and it's our constant battle to fight back against those exceptions. And with that, getting people on board with our ideas. So talk to us. You know, Gavin, you've been going through and you reaching out to people, specifically as a big L libertarian. What's been the feedback you've gotten? What are people saying when they're hearing your ideas presented with a libertarian uh, message behind it? It's so incredibly positive. I, I can't even begin to tell you. Um Though people might not know the word libertarian, they, they certainly understand the policy. And we like to say that in Alabama, we are policy over politics. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we're, we're willing to um, negotiate and work with um, establishment politicians if they are limited government and liberty leaning um, to try to, to find common goals. Not many of those in Alabama, I'm afraid, though. Um, and, and when we get out there and we're, we're, we're talking to voters, uh, what we're finding is most of them are, are so tired of the establishment. They're so tired of, of the, the story that they've been sold for, for years. You know, the, the, the solution to their problems is just give the, the government more, more power and money. And don't worry, we'll make all your problems go away. <laughs> so when, when, when we're really digging into the issues, we're talking about uh, legitimate principled solutions that, that every libertarian can get behind. And, um, and it's, it's, it's working. Um, the, the, the statement that I like to say is liberty works and we just have to, to show people. And, and that's what we're doing here in Alabama. Love to hear it. Well, let's talk about some of uh, the, the top issues that folks down in Alabama are bringing to you because I'm seeing it, right? I moved from Pennsylvania out here to Indiana and state by state, the things that are impacting people are unique in many cases. And I, I know from being in Philadelphia to where I am now, I'm so glad to have the, the issues I have today versus the issues I was having out there on the East Coast. But talk to us. What's been going down in Alabama and what are folks talking to you about? I mean, there's there's lots of issues that are that are pertinent to Alabama. Um, you know, the medical freedom that's a big one, um, and you know that that ties into both um, the the uh, the abortion issue as well as uh, as COVID vaccines, and and we're talking about them and explaining that any any government that you give the the power to to mandate or to ban, you're giving them so much more power than than you actually want as as free individuals. So we have that discussion. Uh, we also talk about issues of regulation. Um, regulation uh, can can lead to some some real problems. And uh, when it talks, when we talk about uh, promoting free economy, and and the real issue in Alabama is is cronyism, corruption, and fraud. Um, Alabama was was just named um, the the third most corrupt state in America. Wow! And and the people in Alabama are very aware of it. And they don't know how to solve the problem. And so what we've been talking about is is highlighting how this this corruption exists and, and how to overcome it. Corruption, it, it runs rampant in both parties, right? And this is something I think why folks have been reaching out to an alternative to, to find some different way of doing things because they see 
in all of the, the leading two political parties, there's corruption, whether it's, I guess, in your state of Alabama, which I didn't realize, third uh, most corrupt all the way back to both our home state. I mean, man, we, we grew up there with Sheldon Sh uh, Silver as the uh, the state assembly speaker who was as corrupt as the day is long. And he ended up, I think he's in jail currently for a lot of the, the corruption issues that were underneath his administration. And that doesn't even touch the, the governors that we've had, ranging from Elliot Spitzer to all the way, most recently, Andrew Cuomo. So with that being said, yeah, corruption definitely runs runs high on people's concerns. And I guess, talk to me about the economy. I'm hearing here in Indiana, right, a, a fellow red state, um, even still, you know, despite it being better off than a lot of the, the blue state alternatives, it's still facing a lot of issues that we're facing on a, a not just a federal or a national issue, but also an international scale, be it from supply chains, um, you know, impacts of the, the way that the government shut down local economies, but also the impact of the, the Fed spending trillions and trillions, well, not spending, printing trillions and trillions of dollars and the uh, the long term impacts that it has not just on inflation here at home, but also overseas abroad. In the world of wine, there are so many choices, and that's why Blood of Tyrants Wine has tyrants losing their heads. Whether you're looking for a new go-to at home or want to impress your friends at a party, Blood of Tyrants Wine has you covered. And if you're trying to get rid of some pesky tyrants in your life, well, we've got that covered too. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash wine and get $5 off your order. One more time, briannicholshow.com forward slash wine. Free men don't ask permission, so take a sip. You'll be glad you did. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you can't just shut down the entire economy and then expect it's all going to come right back. And you can't just keep printing money and expecting that the, the, the price of gas is going to remain the same. Um, you know, the, those are those are certainly issues that uh, the establishment does not want to address in a, in a serious way. Um, yeah, their, their spending is, is out of control. Um, I like to say in Alabama, what, what we're talking about uh, for economy is is shrinking the, the size of government, um, decreasing regulations, and looking at the new industries that are going to really um, lead the way in, in a new economy. You know, that, that has to do with uh, decentralized currency with crypto. Uh, that has to do with cannabis legalization. That has to do with sustainability. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge sustainability guy. It's one of my main platform planks. I worked at a wind turbine company right after college. Um, the government is, is the problem for why sustainability and, and that industry has not, not thrived because the government chooses winners and losers. Yep. You know, they want to subsidize certain, certain technologies and let other technologies fail when the free market should be the one that's deciding what is the, the best solution. And people should have the right to be personally responsible for their own energy produ production and consumption. Um, so the, the issues are, are all over the place. It's, it's, it's all encompassing. Um, and so that's that's why when we're talking about change, we're talking about it at a really fundamental level. But I like to say, you know, libertarians, we, we like to talk a lot about like tearing stuff down. But you can't you can't talk about breaking something if you don't have a plan for fixing it. Mm. So so we've been talking a lot about fixing things. And and what do we really need to talk about? And it's 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 putting more control back in the hands of the people. Um, initiative and referendum is a, is a huge um, issue for us here in this state, um, giving people more power. But then the, the main issue for us as well is ballot access. Um, Alabama has the most restrictive ballot access laws in the country. And uh, we have managed to overcome one of the, the one of the, the largest hurdles that any uh, state affiliate has to overcome. We had to produce nearly 80,000 valid signatures to get on the ballot. And it's the first time the Libertarian Party has done that in 20 years here in Alabama.
Wow. Congratulations. That's, that's, that's quite a feat. Um, yeah, for sure. Like that, that's a big deal. And I don't think folks realize how, how much of an uphill battle, not just the Libertarian Party faces, but just across the board, any candidate outside of the traditional two-party system, it's a nightmare. We, we're seeing this up in New York right now with our friend Larry Sharp. Um, you yeah. know, he's been facing an uphill battle nonstop from what they've been doing from a balloting issue up there. Uh, and that's just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the corruption, again, in New York State. But going across the board, it doesn't seem to be any uh, state in particular. We always seem to have an issue like here in Indiana. I know, for example, one thing we're always facing as a challenge is straight part, uh, straight ticket voting. And yet, for somehow, we, we still were able to get 12% in a governor's election back in 2020, namely because we had one candidate who was running saying the lockdowns need to end, and that was the Libertarian candidate in Don Rainwater. So let's quickly, uh, if we could, go that route towards, because I, I know people are tired of talking about the lockdowns, but here's the reality, folks. This isn't going away. Um, I was just scrolling through the news this morning. I already see some of these blue cities already promoting the idea of enforcing some, uh, some maybe not lockdowns, but maybe some restrictions here and there, uh, especially when it comes to masking and, uh, you know, social distancing, of course, because trust the science, TM. Uh, Gavin, talk to us. What's been the response from folks down in Alabama in terms of the lockdown, not just from the societal standpoint, but also from the economic standpoint? Well, let's talk about some of that, uh, some of that money that, that, that came in to, uh, to support Alabama. And then our <laughs> governor took it and, and threw it into a corrupt prison system. Um, you know, the, the, the problem in Alabama when it comes to lockdowns is that it completely goes against what, what makes sense. Um, Alabama is a rural state. Um, you, locking down the state doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, the, the, we, we all know that the mask mandates, um, kind of, completely went against the science and they had hit the information. Um, it, we, in Alabama, uh, I don't, I don't expect to see another lockdown. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was not well received um, by the left or the right in this state. And, and it was um, dramatically pushed. There was a little dramatic pushback and the libertarian party. I mean, we stand against mandates. If you choose to wear a mask, that's your business. You know, if you choose to stay at home, that's your business. And I also support an economy that it makes sense where some jobs can go remote. I mean, in, in my city of Huntsville, where it's, you know, majority defense contractors, most of them are still working from home because they've seen an increase in productivity and a decrease in cost. That's that's how things should, are supposed to work. So, you know, silver lining. But uh, yeah, no lockdowns. I, Alabama, we're not really talking about them because it's not an issue. We don't expect it to become one again. Yep. Yeah, and that's a good thing, right? And and I, man, I get in a little uh, little heated uh, back and forth with some of my libertarian friends because, objectively speaking, right? There, there is, and you're you, you and I are testaments to us. There, there is a reason we are both in red states versus in blue states, and I, I think not acknowledging that elephant in the room. It doesn't do us any good, you know, good service when we're going out and speaking to your average voter because we have to acknowledge that elephant in the room first. Like, yes, objectively speaking, that's why we're here. But and then in your case, we can get things better. We want to get things not just in the state of being perpetually okay, but rather we want things to actually progress towards good. And in this case, we see that progression being going back more towards what we, we know works, and that is the uh, embracing of individual rights. So one thing we've seen being a big infringement on individual rights has been 
economic uncertainty. And we see this really being pushed from the top down, it seems, over the past few years, especially with the Fed printing trillions of dollars. And then you have the World Economic Forum, which the Great Reset was supposed to be a tongue-in-cheek Alex Jones reference. And now it's a book written by Klaus Schwab, head of the WEF. So, uh, yeah, now it's getting a little weird because the thing that was supposed to be conspiracy theory is now leading, uh, you know, in, in the bestsellers category. So, Gavin, uh, you know, this is kind of a big deal. Um, talk to us about what you're seeing folks saying to you when it comes to standing up and, and getting our economic independence back. You know, I, I think that the problem is the largest block of eligible voters in this country are non-voters. There are so many people that I, I feel like they've been beaten down for so long. They, they don't they don't have a solution. They don't know what a solution is that. They see what they see on TV and they say, well, maybe those experts know what they're talking about. Uh, we've been working closely with the um, with the Mises Institute and uh, one of our our excellent candidates, John Sophocles, is running for Senate um, for uh, U.S. Senate. He is a, a, a an economist by trade. So really, we have to talk about market solutions. If we're libertarians, we have to talk about market solutions um, there. There is there is a way to get our, ourselves out of this. Number one. Get the government to stop printing money. I mean, let, let's. Let, I mean, that's a that's a huge one. And inflation is going to be um, the big crisis of the next five years. And if if we don't start addressing it now, it's just going to extend that time. Um, you know, I, I would say also what what we have to do is um, get get people educated about what 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 are what are these things that they're proposing. What are the actual outcomes and. What they're proposing, that's nothing new. The establishment is proposing the same old garbage that they've been proposing for the last 150 years, and it hasn't worked. So we need to show them that there's new ways to, to solve these problems. All right. Well, folks, uh, if you're enjoying today's episode, by the way, folks, I'm going to ask you, please do me a favor. Make sure you go ahead and give today's episode a share. And by the way, go ahead and give Gavin some love as well. We're going to get social media at the end. But Gavin, as we are getting towards the, the back half of the episode, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about the future, right? And, and you talked about this earlier. Folks don't just want to hear the problems. They want to hear the solutions. They want to hear what can we do to actually make things better. So let's talk about the future and where a, a pro-liberty future would actually bring us. What would that look like? So let's just say, you know, the, the tides all go in libertarian uh, favor this election season in 2022. What would be some some real wins we could see, some tangible wins? And maybe it doesn't have to be just strictly big L libertarians. It could be pro-liberty uh, folks winning across the country. What do you see as some wins we can have for liberty moving forward? Well, I'll tell you this. If, uh, if there's some big wins in Alabama, we have over 60 candidates, big L libertarians running in this state. Uh, it, it, we are running more libertarians than the Democrats are running Democrats in this state. It is crazy. Um, also of those, uh, 60 plus candidates, 50 are running in two way races, either, uh, I think 43 are only running against a Republican and, and the rest are running only against a Democrat. Um, without choice, you can't have Liberty. So let's say we, we do see some big wins for us. Uh, a big win would to get a lot of these candidates elected, get them in office, start, um, deregulating, start proposing legislation that's going to promote Liberty and freedom. Uh, but another one is to retain ballot access. Um, one of the uh, one of the other stipulations after that 80,000 signature mark that we had to hit 
was we need to we need a 20 percent in a statewide race to retain ballot access uh, with party status. Or we got to go back to the beginning and spend another quarter of a million dollars to get to get back on the ballot. Um, you know, I I would like to see that not happen. I'd like to see us uh, uh, not have to spend that money and 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 retain ballot access. If um, if we can start seeing the tide turn with liberty, you know, I, I've always said tomorrow we're not going to wake up to a libertarian revolution. Um, it's not going to be a hundred percent libertarian in every in in every seat. But if we can start to take um, slivers of seats and we can start talking about our positions and our policies and, and we have to be the filter of liberty, we can cut the pork out of legislation. We can make sure that that the government is doing its vital role of protecting liberty. And, um, and you know, I, I think that we're actually going to see some really big wins in Alabama. I encourage everybody to uh, go to votelibertyalabama.com, learn about our 60 plus candidates, um, you know, maybe maybe donate some money. That'd be nice. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it. It's the thing that keeps us going. Um, more and more people are recognizing that the establishment does not have their best interests at heart. They have been misled, you know, and that's that's on the left and the right. And, you know, I, I call it my upside, up down, upside down bell curve. You got the people on the left, you got the people on the right, you got the authoritarians on the top. But I think most Americans are, are, are centrist libertarians. They want to leave their neighbors alone. They want they want to provide for their family and they want to see prosper uh, prosperity in their communities. So. That's that's what we're going for. Um, this is it's it's never going to be flick a switch, but but the progress that we're making as as a collective, as a party, as a as a community, um, I, I'm seeing tangible changes, and and they are going to start taking us seriously. Uh, we're not just the the silly third party, and libertarians are not fighting for a, a three party system. We're fighting for a system where where voices can be heard across the spectrum. You know, the, the problem with the establishment is they want to silence any third party voice, any minority voice. So we need to make sure that all voices are heard. And, and that's what we're fighting for. Well, folks, if you are finding some value from today's episode, well, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Please go ahead and give Gavin's campaign some love. Yes, we'll include all those links in the show notes. And now it's time for some final thoughts. And uh, I'll start things off because, uh, yeah, we, we talked about going back to the root of all of this. Where does it come from? It comes from a lot of the problems of the Fed, ultimately. So you want to go ahead and show folks where the uh, the pain and sufferings come from? Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop and uh, grab your magic money tree shirt. So if you haven't checked it out yet, yeah, here it's on screen for our YouTube watcher. Uh, we got our magic money, actually, by the way, YouTube and Odyssey, if you didn't know that. Uh, so we've got our magic money tree, which is in fact the Fed with all of our dollar bill trees, our magic unicorn and leprechauns. And uh, folks, you can get this in a variety of colors, white, black, uh, what's, well, I don't even know what color this is, purple-ish. Uh, I know there's a heather gray, I didn't know that was a color. Uh, so yeah, if you want to go ahead and grab your your color uh, varieties here of the Magic Money Tree shirt, head to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. Uh, yeah, because at the end of the day, I think humor makes people uh, ask more questions. That, or at the very least, if they can laugh at what they're they're experiencing and, and they can uh, understand the, the, the concept behind it, it helps us out. So uh, get people to laugh. So Magic Money Tree helps there. That's my final thoughts. Gavin, final thoughts for the audience today. No, you're totally right. Liberty is fun and uh, and this shouldn't be, you know, doom and gloom all the time. We have a lot of fun in Alabama. You know, last year for our convention, we we did an outward facing event called Legalize Freedom, all about cannabis legalization. We had Afro Man come. We had Spike Cohen on stage talking about this. We had an amazing time. 
And, uh, you know, I, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't say check out some of our candidates like Ruth Page Nelson running for lieutenant governor, Portia Shepard running for Alabama Senate, uh, Jonathan Reels, uh, someone else running for uh, Congress here in Alabama. These are some great candidates and, uh, and we're getting the message out and people are listening. Look at some of the press that we've got in Alabama. Every article that comes out, we are taken seriously and they're, they're excited that there's choice. Um, more and more people are aware that the establishment, they've got this game rigged. They've, they've divided the lines. They've already given up seats. They've abandoned the field in places and libertarians and, and other third parties getting out there and, uh, bringing awareness. It's fun. It's exciting. And, and we're making change. So it's a, it's a great time to, uh, to share some, uh, some liberty and uh, folks are out there right now asking questions. There, There's an open market, and I think that's the most important thing. And frankly, that's what we've been talking about here in the program. That's why what we're talking about from a sales and marketing perspective are so important when it comes to addressing political changes. And folks, if you want to go ahead and be a part of the mission that we have here at The Brian Nichols Show, well, there's two things you can do. Option A, you can head over to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. Either uh, number one, become, or I guess A, become a, a monthly supporter, $5 a month. You can be one of our super fans over on Patreon. Or number two, make a one-time PayPal donation. $5, 20 bucks, 100 bucks. I don't care. Whatever you can do, every little bit goes back into The Brian Nichols Show to help us keep on having amazing folks like Gavin here on the program where we can talk about the the effective solutions that we have, bringing those to the table, and how do we do that by meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about and uh, folks like Gavin who are going out and actually leading the charge. Folks, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do me a favor. Go ahead and give it a share. When you do, please go ahead and give Gavin a tag and uh, yours truly as well at B Nichols Liberty. And by the way, folks, if you want to go ahead and check out uh, the rest of all 575 other episodes of The Brian Nichols Show, all you got to do is click the little uh, artwork in your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right over to briannicholsshow.com where, yes, you can find today's episode with Gavin plus all 575 other episodes, all the transcripts for all the other episodes. And by the way, you'll also find links to our YouTube and Odyssey channels. When you're over there, give those a subscribe, a little notification bell. Uh, hit that so you're not missing a single time we go live. But with that being said, folks, that's all I have for you. With that being said, Gavin Goodman, thanks for joining us here on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.